0: Six o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio, .fm dot .sf. Today in the fills, we'll be listening to The Gates of Delirium, which is a new show on Wednesdays from 6 to 8 that plays prog rock. And I love it. <laughs> no idea. I thought I thought the deep purple was it. And nay, that's not true at all. Uh, But this is The Joke Workshop, and I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. And the way The Joke Workshop works is comedians do four minutes of jokes. They'll hear at three minutes the light, which is a horn in this case, because, you know, you can hear the light on the radio. (laughs) Uh, We do four-minute sets, and then we have four minutes of comments. Now, we only have 12 people signed up today, so we might actually be able to give comments to all 12 comics, which would be a lot of fun. And so, um, you know, I ask that don't be a dick. Pay attention to people's sets. I take notes. You're welcome to take notes too. And then we have um, a microphone back here in the booth that you can give comments on. There's also microphones out there we can use. And, you know, if you're gonna give someone comments, make it a compliment sandwich. Tell them something nice, a nice brioche bun on top, and then the shit in the middle. And a nice crispy bun on the bottom with maybe some mayonnaise and some lettuce. And then we can all be friends and be nice to each other and be constructive. And if, you, if your comments aren't going the way that you like, feel free to engage us and say, well, what did you think about this joke? Or is this what, like, what happened here? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's your time. All right. Your first comedian of the night. I'm so excited every time he's here. He used to be a comedian long ago, and he's back with us. He's been a comedian all along. It's Tim Taylor, yay!
1: All right. Well, let's do this. There we go. Hey everyone, my name is Tim Taylor. I'm a dad of a daughter. She's 20 years old. I was reflecting the other day on the first time I bought her pads for her period. As like talking about periods. Yeah. We're period positive here. There we're period positive. Now, I, I grew up in a family of four brothers in the Midwest, and the only periods I knew about were in a hockey game, where there was, compared to a period, there's less fighting and less blood. But, uh, but thank you. And, um, you know, in my whole relationship with my daughter's mom, I, I, I never bought pads or tampons. I'm not proud of it. But with my daughter, I made a commitment that she would never be uh, hesitant to talk to me about any subject, period. Oh, yeah, thank you. So she called me that the big day, and she said, I heard about it. I called her. I said, hey, honey, what do you need? She said, I need pads. I was like, great. What, legal pads? We can make a to-do list, you know, get things done? She said, Dad... Now, any dads in the audience or on the radio, if you get the three-tone dad, you know you're in trouble. Dad, you know? It's like, no, I need pads. I panicked. I was like, okay, what kind do you need? She said, I need orange ones. I had no idea what she was talking about, but I had to be super dad with solutions without answers. So I was like, okay, I'll go do it. So I rolled into Safeway, which I wish would have been called Safe Spaceway because I was so, so nervous. And I started rolling my cart through the the grocery store because I wanted to go anywhere other than the, dun, 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 feminine care aisle. That's what it's called, the feminine care aisle. There's some folks out there I think are in the feminine care aisle right now, um, but no. So I I took everything I could. I I leave mydol, Tylenol, whatever I, could. I every vac every acne medication. I looked for a yoga mat in Safeway because I heard yoga helps with cramps and stuff like that. But the time finally came for me to go into the feminine care aisle. And I don't know. Have you guys ever been in the, well, any of the guys ever been in a feminine care aisle? There's no guys there. It's like Ellen's bedroom, no men. You know? So I roll in there and you just, I start go, and as I turn the corner to go in, the song, Wind Beneath My Wings. Bet Midler started playing and I'm seeing all these pictures on the the pad the pads and stuff and it's women in these like really free positions as if they're like dancing the wind beneath my wings you know and there's a product called always but there's multiple versions of it it's so like always works sometimes because I'm confused I don't know what I'm doing and a helpful worker comes up to me and she says sir can I she wants to be helpful she's like sir can I help you and I freaked out, I was like, orange ones. She's like, sir, orange are in the produce section, aisle one. I'm like, oh my God, they sell pads and tampons and produce section. So I ended up just, because I didn't want to text my daughter and say I don't know what I'm doing, but I also didn't want to start getting down there and like taking pictures of these weird products as some guy, oh, there's the orange one. That woman's pretty on this thing. It's not felonious, but it's weird. So I went on a spree, and I just dumped a bunch of products in my cart. And as I rolled up to the cashier and put them on the the conveyor belt, it was like I was going from someone's life from sixth grade all the way past retirement. And as they were checking me in, the cashier took the microphone and said, "Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, shoppers of Safeway, we have a father who has no idea what he's doing buying products for his daughter. Let's welcome. What's your name? Let's welcome Tim. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Keep it going for
0: Tim, the Toolman Taylor. Yay! Um, that was an amazing story. That's like, um, it's a model story because it had so many punchlines in it. And it's so sad when you listen to someone's story and there's no punchlines, and you're like, I know that you think this is funny. Uh, but yours actually had like so many punchlines in it it was fantastic um Thank you. let's see the the dot like the whole um the callbacks of the use period multiple times are awesome um with the hockey game and the blood i have a smiley face the only thing i could add is like if it's a hockey game there's going to be blood on their face is there a sex joke in there okay I don't know, but that's gross because it's like your daughter and she's no. 20. And I, you don't want to think of someone's, your blood on someone's, your daughter's blood on someone's face. I know that's gross. Oh, so that's okay, probably it. not I'll the way to go. Thing. So um, another little thing when you go dad, which is great, yeah. dad, I need pads. Oh, right. Like just do the, the same, yeah. do the same voice twice. Okay. And then the last thing I have is um, you had mentioned yoga mats earlier. So why not, um, mention yoga positions on the front of the, just call back That's the word right. yoga again, yes. just why not? Oh, and I have one more. This is off the wall, Just I'm a crazy person, but okay. produce, you said in the produce aisle, and produce is what women do oh. when they're having their, pe- like it's yeah. a baby, some, there's gotta be something there, like a some kind of, aisle. reproduce, yeah. Uh, there's, a, okay. there's a dad pun in there, right? Awesome. Okay, so that's my stuff. That was oh, great yeah, though. Great great story. Thank you. Ian
2: Yeah, I remember, I remember I saw you do this like a month ago, yeah. but I, it's totally come <laughs> a long way. Yeah,
1: yeah, did.
0: Oh, look at me.
2: Look at me. I
1: changed it and improved it. Yeah,
2: so yeah, I I, I mean, I liked it originally, but you've totally um yeah. you worked out the kinks. I think it's really good. But it's a, oh, a, month. a month ago. It was a month ago. It happened once a month. I did not mean to do that. I did not mean to do that.
0: Right, Okay. I got it. I'm just a natural. You only do this story once a month. Once a month. Yeah.
1: 28 days.
2: Um but, yeah, uh, and uh, you, you did touch on it later because you said she, cause she asked for the yeah. orange ones. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I thought of, like, a you know, sham wow used to be orange. <laughs> you could be like, what, like a wow pad? Is that what it is or something? Uh, but then right. you, you kind of harped on it later when you were like, oh, the orange produce section. So it, it kind of, that's just what I was thinking. If yeah. you wanted to throw in just a, a quick tag, you'd be like, what, like a She's like And then you could do, like, the dad again yeah. or something. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, great job, though. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Soaks it all up. Other comments? Do you have any questions for us or anything
1: or you just um, uh, did the uh, um, uh, Ellen no men good not good I loved it. The, the joke was the joke was there's no men in the uh, in yeah. the uh, in the feminine care aisle and I said it's like Ellen's bedroom I've got a bunch of t-
0: oh Ellen like Ellen DeGeneres
1: oh see that went right over my head Ellen DeGeneres maybe I don't know I missed it yeah was it funny though was it funny it's okay if it's not. Just tell me. I Thought it was, so. yeah. was fine. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> that helps. I'm telling you, that helps me. That helps me. I appreciate it. Um,
3: awesome set. It was a really fun story, and like you did, uh, I really liked it. Um, I don't know, just like a super small thing. It might flow better if you just say like, oh, the orange instead of the orange ones, because I think that works better for the pun there. Or if you're like, oh, the orange, and oh, the then orange. the produce yes. makes yeah. sense. Got it. Perfect. Or like oranges. Yep. Like yeah.
1: Perfect. Okay. Thank oh, you. Nice set. Um, Thank you, everyone.
0: Hey, uh, clap your hands together for Tim Taylor! Yay! That's how the joke workshop works. How it works. Uh, all right, your next comedian—he was just giving great comments. He's coming up right now. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky!
3: Hello. We're just gonna run through him today. Uh, I was on Muni, and this guy in front of me would not stop screaming into his cell phone which sucks, but the good news is I learned his login information. So if any of you know a Daniel Mason, uh, login is D Mason password, capital G, GameStop 69, exclamation, have fun with it. Uh, it is illegal to savagely beat this man for being annoying, but now that I know his email, it is completely legal to sign him up for every subscription list I can find. I can't kick his ass, but I can suffocate his inbox. Uh, all right. I completely forgot everything else I'm gonna do, so we're gonna look it up. Do, 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 do. Um, oh yeah. Uh, I miss being a kid. Yeah, we're just not gonna do transitions today. I miss being a kid. Uh, I I walk past the school and I was like, oh, they're 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 playing. It was like nice after the quarantine to kids see to see kids playing. Uh, I sent I sent my friend Snapchat. I'm just like, oh, they still play knockout. They still play kickball. Isn't that awesome? And then I realize I'm an adult now, just videotaping kids on a playground. I should probably get out of here, because I am clearly scouting for my next victim. Uh, I want to be rich enough to fuck a kid. I don't want to do the actual deed. I just think it would be fun to have that much money, where if the rumor started, like, Josh Katsky fucks kid, people would be like, he probably does it, but, like, there's no way they're gonna be able to prosecute him. He has too much money. Uh, Ugh, alright. People say that global warming is killing the Earth. Good. Okay, do you know how many people the Earth has killed? It's time for vengeance. Natural disasters kill 60,000 people every year. If a guy killed that many people, no one would be, oh, maybe we we shouldn't use plastic bags around him, it's uncomfortable. No, they'd be like, kill that dude. All right, 60,000 people, that's .06 million people Every year. That's like 25 Pearl Harbors. So if you support the troops, litter. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> um, I got in a relationship, uh, like one, because she's awesome, but two, because I, I didn't want to like date anymore, because I don't like going to a place and and you just have to be there with people you just don't want to spend your time with. Um, but now that I'm in a relationship, I have to go on double dates twice as often as I would go on normal dates. That's four times the dating I played myself. Also, like, I'm competitive, so these double dates were always kind of a competition. I went on a double date, and the other guy was like, you know, tall and handsome, and if you can believe it, way funnier than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm losing this one. But then I found out that he's cheating on his girlfriend, so hell yeah, I'm winning. And that's not like the most polite thing to say at the dinner table, but you know what? I don't have good dinner etiquette. He cheats, so I think I still win. Oh, she's calling right now, cool. Um, All right, last one. My girlfriend has a phobia of rats, so like I don't say rats anymore. I'll I'll just be like R words, which worked when we were like, you know, in quarantine and we're just with ourselves, but it kinda sounds bad now, like we were passing a restaurant and she's like, ugh, I was here last month, there were a bunch of R words in the kitchen. And so if you're passing by, it just kind of sounds like we're openly condoning genocide. Oh, I missed a thing. She said there's a bunch of R-words in the kitchen. I hope someone killed all of them. So if you're walking past, it's like, oh, yeah, they're openly condoning genocide. But, you know, they don't want to say, because that would be crossing a line. That wouldn't be PC. All right. Thanks, guys.
0: Yay! Keep it going for Josh Katsky! <laughs> right. All right, comments if you haven't come back here. Um, suffocating the inbox was lovely. I wouldn't mind some mentions that since you have his password, especially since you talked about money the rest of the time, like stealing his money uh, just because you could, I don't know, s- steal enough money to suffocate children instead of his inbox. Uh, <laughs> uh, watch watch your Oz. Uh, it's just a habit you do. Um I know you were going fast cuz you're trying to get through a lot of jokes so that's fine. You said say Snapchat again because you're not just videotaping kids you're videotaping them on Snapchat and isn't that where it disappears and it's usually for like dick pics? <laughs> so like if you're videotaping them on Snapchat I think you have an extra punchline in there. Um your pedophilic money thing is edgy, topical and political but it's not I don't it's it's not there yet but it's coming. It's a great concept. <laughs> I didn't understand the litter thing. Is it a carbon footprint issue? Um, I do not
3: really have a tag the end of it. I don't know. I'll try to do something on, like, the, you know, support
0: the truth. No. I mean, I, I like, I didn't understand it, but I, I don't know. I, that made me chuckle. Uh, dating is expensive. You can call back to stealing the first guy's money. And at the R words thing, I don't think the word you want is genocide. I think it's eugenics. Yeah.
3: I, I missed a line where she was like, oh, I hope someone kills them.
0: Right, but it'd still be you. Well, no, eugenics is when they fix them. Yeah, no, I'm saying like literally. Like, like literally, kill rats them, rats, with the, the genocide. The yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Nazis also. Uh, and then they
4: called it eugenics either way, but, um, genocide works, but yeah. Uh, comments from Shelby. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Just have like two quick things. So I like the climate change joke. I haven't heard that like premise before. I think it was good, but yeah, I think keep working on it and find like really quick lines. Like the one thing that I thought of was like, the earth is the original serial killer. It's been killing millions of peers for you know years. We haven't caught her yet. She's right under our feet the whole time. Yeah. Um, And then the other one, when you were talking about, I love the dating, like it's four times more expensive to be in a relationship, because you have to go on these double dates, it's really good, and you're comparing yourself to this other guy that's funnier than you, and then you find out he's cheating. If you're up for it, you could absolutely make the play that is he, I don't know, he just met my girlfriend last week, so is that who he's cheating on his girlfriend with? You could have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, tie it up that way, but good job, yeah.
0: Yay for Josh, any other comments? (laughs) All right, clap it up, everybody, for Josh Kotsky! Yay! Yay, and then yay. All right. Moving right along. Um, Your next comedian, he's pretty new to the room. Put your hands together for Connor Norton!
5: How's everyone doing? does uh I have a quick question does everyone ignore amber alerts like I do? <laughs> I'm just curious because the other day I was on a long drive with some friends, and we were talking about amber alerts and then sure enough, one comes along and there's it's like six year old eight year old last seen in a gold Chevrolet and you know washington plates and the first thing we thought it was like, wow, well now we have the opportunity to like drive around and hopefully help and see them. And within fifteen minutes we'd seen four gold Chevrolets and we didn't make a single phone call. We didn't file a single report. And by the in the first one you're like, ah, I don't think that was a gold Chevrolet, but by the last one you're like, those kids were five and seven years old max. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Is it role playing if like I play myself and she imagines that I'm hotter? I don't think, I I think fundamentally I have a problem understanding role play, because like, I don't think I could play the male lead in most of my sexual fantasies, she, like, unless the role is, you know, we're looking for a whatever looking white dude, then like, I'm not right for it, I fucked up that punchline, (laughs) shit, (laughs) um, what else, okay, so I live with my parents, and, uh, I masturbate daily, and uh, I'm trying to be a stand-up comedian, and I'm sure those are all things you can tell by looking at me. But, you know, I'm it, the hardest part is, like, trying to figure out when and where you're going to masturbate at your parents' house. And for me, it's whenever I want, but my location of choice is the toilet by myself. Because I'd rather my parents think I have IBS than know when I'm jerking off. And <laughs> a little fun factoid for you guys ants will uh they'll drink male semen i i don't know about female semen yet i haven't done the research but the reason i know that is because (laughs) i just one day (laughs) one day i relieved myself in the bathroom and a little bit got on the floor and i did my best to clean it but there's always a couple of those guys that get through you know what i'm saying pam not a lot but enough (laughs) and uh I come back like like a while later to brush my teeth and take a piss before bed and sure enough there's 300 ants just like drinking from it like a cum trough. <laughs> Bear with me, it's disgusting. <laughs> but it it was like, wow, what a testament to how organized these things are. They travel in a trail to it and they're all evenly placed around it. And uh I was thinking like, what what would like the primitive age of ants look like? Cuz we had Neanderthals, and I just imagine just, you know, they're all like swimming around and backstroking in it that's a horrible punchline. (laughs) okay last joke i think they should raise the speed limit in uh, senior living communities i think 25 is too low and the reason i think that is because i don't think i think the chances of an old person jumping in the middle of the road is pretty slim and you know if they haven't figured out how to cross the road safely at this point that's on them but I want to get this. Oh, 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 okay. And uh, they say the generational gaps are shrinking. So, you know, the amount of generational gaps between me and a 75-year-old is astronomical. And it's most evident when they use out-of-touch sayings and idioms. Like, he was talking ai am going to use a prop. He was talking a mile a minute. I'm like, that's 60 miles an hour, right? That's not that fast. Or uh, we're going to go have to go back to the drawing board. Drawing board? We don't use drawing boards anymore, all right? We're digital. (laughs) And uh, I really should have done a better job. Sorry, guys. Oh, the last one. I've been in a terrible motocar accident. Well, you should have jumped in the middle of the road. All right, thanks, guys. (laughs)
0: Put your hands together for Connor
6: Norton. All
0: right, comments?
6: I just want to say I'm happy you
3: got the word cum
0: trough into a set. <laughs> Thank you. Masterful use of the word. Yeah, uh, speaking of cum troughs, I would troughs, um, I would make the only time I've ever seen a cum trough is actually at Folsom Street Fair. So I think especially since Folsom Street Fair is coming up in a couple weeks, I think you have an opportunity to work in ants being like People at Folsom Street Fair. Okay. Just, I I don't know if you know what that is. You might be too young or... It's a huge leather fest that happens on Folsom where people like literally have a cum trough and like there's there's people whipping each other. I saw a ballerina dancing naked and then she started getting finger banged by the guy who was lifting her in the air. (laughs) Like everything happens at Folsom Street Fair. Anything you can imagine happening on the streets don't if something falls on your head, look up because someone's probably coming from <laughs> on top of the buildings and I'm not exaggerating but that's that's fun to go this year and then that joke somewhere IBS is there an acronym for fapping because uh, yeah like but like it's um you because you say whacking up I'm just trying to think oh, if there's oh, a if there's see. a shortened acronym term because IBS is short for right. irritable bowel syndrome I so agree, that's they though. think I have IBS but really I have blank, which is whatever that. Those letters are that mean
5: masturbate too much. Right. Gotcha.
0: Um, the role play joke was uh, great until that. Uh, yeah, no, the role play joke I thought was great all the way through. Your Amber Alert joke needs a, a, a different punchline. Maybe something about apathy or something. I, I didn't know where you were going with it. Okay. Um, but I appreciate that you're writing and you had so many jokes. You had like you brought out like you tatted out like six jokes. That's great. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Uh, more comments.
2: Yeah, I, I I liked all the premises you played with. Um. I I like the Amber Alert one, but I think I agree with Pam, where just the ending is just, like, make it just hit harder, I think. It was a little just like, oh, like, Uh, I wanted you to, it's not that I wanted you to go somewhere, but I was like, I expected it to go a different way. Right, right. With the uh, ants and the cum, never thought I'd say that. With the ants and the cum joke, uh, you could be like, yeah, (laughs) thank you, the ants, like, clean up the cum so now I just never clean up my oh, cum okay. after. like you could be like well you know the one less thing to worry about right. you know something
5: like that so, where so I could I ask you a question yeah the original yeah, yeah, the original thought was like how can I make a joke that talk because ants are seen as this like super hyper organized mm. organism that like does everything for the colony protects the queen like right. they're just super efficient and I I was thinking like what do stupid ants look like but I can't like that's the setup for a stupid ant joke but I don't have a punchline yet so it seems kind of oh I sporadic, see sporadic yeah you know? it was kind of like yeah there was like a lack of focus
2: right. for it but. Right.
5: That was just the idea that I, I
2: I get that premise and I think, yeah, you, you could like with enough time. You could Maybe it's that the
0: ants are organized, but the semen itself isn't because S- like, when you because there's millions of sperm. Right. When you do, do the jizz. Right. So right. <laughs> so that's all there. And then the ants are like organized, but it's completely disorganized. Right. And it, what's smarter, an ant or your or your half formed jizz things, right. your unformed possible babies. Swimmers. Swimmers and unorganized swimmers versus organized ants i don't know okay.
2: or maybe maybe the come makes them dumb
5: oh
0: that too interesting. maybe if you oh,
2: to oh, like
5: it. or maybe like a kryptonite type <laughs> angle yeah like, yeah uh, yeah yeah it's like, like we poisonous? finally we finally found that and then maybe you
2: see the ants or maybe later maybe they get
5: fucked up off of
2: it yeah yeah oh, oh yeah that, that could be like it like they too. get drunk
5: or something yeah
2: and then you like see the ants later in your room yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. acting <laughs> hella <laughs> stupid they're like getting fucked up or something yeah exactly okay, okay. i yeah. like that
5: thank your you
0: guys oh yeah Oh, come use the microphone
5: Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. I actually had a thought of... Oh, wait, use
0: that one after. This one's not good. But let, let Tim go first and then you go first.
1: Okay, cool. So uh, I like the premises. You also have really good stage presence and you're super likable, which is cool. Thank you. And you're wow. self-deprecating, which is very cool. Um, I actually like the idea of um, uh, when you're driving with the Amber Alerts, that maybe one of that, that you... Like you see the third gold car and you get really excited, like, oh, my God, I got another alert. And go, what's going on? Uh, oh, Amazon just delivered my, you know, oh, my, right, my kale right. to okay, whatever. Okay, like, okay. make turn it into a delivery alert. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that would be funny. Um, I, I like the idea of um, if you're in your parents' home, like – I don't know. There's like exploring where you used to masturbate when you were 16 years oh. old, as, as opposed to where you, or, or in comparison to where you do it now. Right. And the reality is when you said ants, I thought you were referring to A-U-N-T-S until I caught up with you. Okay. So there might be a reframe you can do in that as well. Good job. Or that? Yeah. Right. Thank you. Last
7: comments.
1: I really appreciate it. Thank you.
7: I'm learning. Apparently, if I need to give comments, I have to go wait in you line.
5: You have to wait in line, yes.
7: Um, I'm very important. You're very popular. <laughs> um, I was <laughs> I was thinking um, about the ant joke. I think that was maybe the funniest joke because it's also the longest joke Thank that you. you like really built out. But I wondered if you tied in the... This could be terrible, too, and you can, you know, take with grain of salt, no, but you're, you're making that joke about living at home with parents, and you're like, well, you know, what else do I have to do but, like, get high or trip, and so, you know, you're coming, you're just, like, having a trip, and you mm. go back into the bathroom, and you're like... Oh I should brush my teeth tonight Everything's so cool <laughs> And then you're like And I was just staring at the ants And they were organizing themselves Right Around oh, this, I like Oh like And like I feel like when you're tripping or your high You like ultra focus And it's kind of funny to be like And they were I don't know I feel like, Ru- like you oh, could play, like play with Oh just like focus that.
5: on it too much Okay
7: Yeah and you combine those two jokes But yeah Take it with it. Okay a great Grain of salt Thank you Great job Everybody clap your hands together For
0: Connor Norton Hooray right. All right. All right, your next comedian. Uh, I haven't seen her in so long and I'm so glad she's back. Put your hands together, everybody, for Shelby Wilson.
4: Hi, how's everybody going? Wow, how's everybody going? How are you guys doing? How's it going? Clearly it's been a long time since I've been up here, unfortunately, I'm so happy to be back. Um, It's not great coming back into the city though. Like the other week I was stuck on the bridge for two hours in traffic, Uh, there was a news story about it, it was so terrible, you guys see this? There was like an explosion on the bridge and I'm sitting in traffic and they give you the update on the big blinky sign screen and it's like car fire on bridge. I was like, fucking cool, yes, I'm so down to wait to see this, this would at least be worth it. They cleared it by the time I even got over there. It's like the worst theme park ride I've ever been on. It's like Universal Studios C-Team. You wait for two hours and don't even get to see anything on fire. Oh, God. Guys, it's almost September. Fall is coming. The white girl inside of me is coming back to life. Yeah, you're too tan. That's why you're not excited. All right? You need to pale out. And then fall will bring you back to life, kind of, right? Because with fall also comes seasonal depression, which is fun for me. Very familiar. Um, You know how people wear, like, their heart on their sleeve? Just like a walking amygdala at this point. Any bio students in here? No. Your amygdala is your emotional center of your brain. Anyways, the point is, the whole point is that a lobotomy is very appealing right now. But it's fine, moving on. All right, but fall is coming, and the most exciting thing for me about fall being here is that I don't have to look at dudes' gross chapped knees anymore. Just unshaven, unmoisturized, and unabashedly walking through the city with exposed toes as well. Like how bold are some of these guys? Do you know what the toe market looks like these days? It's never been sexier, and they have the gall to walk around with no coverage, just hair and, like, two years' worth of growth off of one little pinky toenail. It's offensive. My boyfriend is like, Shelby, stop talking about men's toes. (laughs) Um, Babe, it's fine. I love your disgusting hobbit toes. Um, Yeah, I I do have a boyfriend now. It's fairly recent. Um, And I was thinking, I used to make a lot of jokes. Uh, I used to just get mistaken for a lesbian a lot like all of the time, like not often enough that like lesbians would hit on me, but enough to keep men away. Uh, And somehow I managed to get a boyfriend out of this whole situation, which is still weird to me because my style inspiration is still Gen Z fuckboys. Um, I'm just skinny white and have no reason to be wearing a chain, but I do. And uh, I was reflecting as I got in this relationship and I was thinking about how much time I would spend on dating apps and certain flags. And one of the ones was I hated when guys would put like something kinky in their dating profile. Like a white heterosexual male would put that he's a dom in his profile. Yeah, I kinda guessed, dude. That sounds like any, That's have you looked at any government ever? We know you all love to be in control. <laughs> Like nations have fallen, dude, I don't need, yeah, we get it, you're a dom. Oh man, the other thing I always hated to see was when people would put their height on their profile. In some cases it's like required, but I just hate it, right? If, it's, if he's 6'2", he's actually a, just a liar, right, and he's probably going to cheat on you. Like I love just an honest 5'9", right? Because the thing is you're also never going to see like a 6'2 in the wild. If I ever did, I, all I could be like is the legends are true, he's actually 6'2". I think it would be much more telling just to have guys put penis size on their profile. (laughs) Let's just get straight to it, right? No, you guys would still lie and say it's Um, (laughs) 6'2". Wrapping up quickly, I was just thinking also, too, about uh, things that men have said about my face over time. It's a fun adventure. Uh, One guy in high school looked at me dead in the eyes and said, your face is asymmetrical. It's more interesting to look at that way. Like, genuinely thought it was a compliment. That's not how beauty works, dude, but a for effort. Um, another guy <laughs> said he like really thought this was a compliment. He said, he's like, you have a very regal looking face. It's like inbred? I don't. <laughs> um, thank you. Now, my favorite one, though, and I think about this. I actually carry this with me today. Uh, like to this day was one boyfriend in high school was trying to get like really saucy. And he was like, come over here with that yummy, thin upper lip. We get it. I'm very white. All right. Thanks you guys for bearing with me through that. That's new. St-
0: <laughs> Yay. Shelby Wilson. Now I know why your Instagram is thin upper lip. Yes. I needed- I never knew why. Like this whole time
4: I was like, what is that? What could that possibly mean? Like it, to me, it's like the most quintessential Caucasian female woman feature. Thin is upper a thin lip. Upper it's kind upper lip. of like a fun British thing Like have a stiff upper lip Just, it's, it's thin Because right. that's what I was thinking
0: I'm like stiff upper lip But thin upper lip I didn't <laughs> But now I understand And that makes me very happy
4: <laughs> um, the, the
0: ride at Universal That deals with fire Is backdraft Ooh! There actually is a, sh- a ride At Universal Where yeah, things light on it. fire um, You're really fast But you have great diction mm-hmm. And then I can understand Everything you say You use like um And awe ah, sort of as, and it's, but your, your story's going straight and you never stop. And I like that, Mm -hmm. but I would slow down just enough so that you don't say like, um, or ah, because that will slow you down the amount that like your brain, it's weird because you're like in the moment and you're go, go, go. Mm -hmm. But if you pull back just a tiny bit and like see yourself in front of yourself doing your lines and then slow down enough that you don't say, um, or ah. Like I I literally do that, but then also you're of two minds, so I'm you know that's just what I do. I don't know. <laughs>
4: no, it's good. It's but yeah. Um, thank
0: you. The control joke was great about Ooh. the dom thing, um, and then the only thing about I love that dick joke at the end. Um, the only thing is maybe six point two. I gotcha. Instead of because because it's two. still
4: six foot two inches. But not. it's like
0: but six point two would be six inches point two. Do you you know right. what I mean? Yeah.
4: Okay. But that was great. Cool. Thanks, fam. Yeah. Hey. Hey.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I thought mm-hmm. I thought you did a great job. Uh, I really like the lesbian thing you said. <laughs> you said I I, I I I don't look lesbian. I don't look lesbian enough for women to hit on me, but just enough <laughs> to men to ignore me. That's really good. Thank you. Um, it's very real. For the bridge part, before <laughs> you dive into the part where you didn't get to see the accident, mm-hmm. um, if you could be like. Like, you're so angry, you're like, couldn't you have just, like, even if the car's on fire, could you have at least gunned off the bridge to do it? You know, it's nice. like, I don't care if you're burning alive. Like, <laughs> I gotta get to work, you know? I think, yeah. just to play into that part a little bit, uh, that's all I had. Good job.
4: Thank you.
5: Hello? I thought the oh. uh, I thought the set was awesome. Thanks. I thought the parts where you're, you're like, talking to the guy because he's being an idiot... Like, where the punchline's like, blah, 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 dude. I thought that's so (laughs) funny. I don't know why. I think that's hilarious. Uh, I think sometimes you have really great punchlines that you kind of sail through because you Mm -hmm. feel like you give up on the joke a little bit. Okay. But those are oftentimes, like, the funniest, in my opinion. Like, if you hit those hard, maybe moved them up a little bit, they would kill.
3: Cool. Thanks, man. Hey. Uh, Nice to see you again. Awesome set. I don't know if... I mean, you can definitely come up with something better than me, but, like, (laughs) if... I think when you're talking about, like, all things that, like, the douchey you guys said to you, maybe there's a, a way to do, like, oh, and this is how I, like, change my life. Like, oh, I'm asymmetrical, so I, you know, Phantom of the Opera Mask, or, like, you know, something along those lines. So I wear
4: two uneven shoes to kind contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, thanks.
1: Hey, um, like was said earlier, um, I could, I was able to hear and understand everything you were saying, even though you are packing a lot into the thing, which is cool. I like the idea of, um, Learning about something uh, that looks, uh, that, that might look horrific that you don't get to see, but then reframing it. Like sometimes I watch TV shows and they're like, don't, if you're triggered by something, don't watch this content. And so I fucking watch it, of course. <laughs> and then the content is not triggering at all. It's like super disappointing. You know what I'm saying? So like comparing it to that. Awesome. I, I've never really heard of guys lying about their height in dating. Oh, really? And um, what's so odd about it is it's a, I would like to have hear you talk more about why is it so fucking important for guys to be honest about their height. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, look, if you say you're six, two and you walk up, it's like you're fucking five, nine. I know oh, yeah. it. You are five, well, nine. I don't know how tall you are, but you look relatively tall, but it's like the moment he shows up, it's like, I'm taller than you, dude. Like one of the reasons I, I, I wanted to get with you to meet you is because you were is taller than me, so I think actually bringing that in would be interesting now. Thank you. Cool.
0: Awesome. Like some Thank kind of you. cognitive dissonance. How could they possibly think they were even, do you know, like what do you, what world do you, what scale do you live on? Are you like on a quarter inch scale? Because I'm super confused, like, uh, clap your hands together well, everybody for Shelby Wilson. <laughs> All right, uh, your next comedian, he's my back riser buddy at the Punchline. We sit together and I bring snacks and he's really supportive and nice. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Ian Langlands.
2: Yes, in short, Pam is my mother. That's what she was saying. All right, let's get into it. This is all new stuff, so bear with me. Okay, um, I, I I always see those stories on like Facebook and stuff that's like, uh, You won't believe this kid, he has the IQ of Einstein. He's four years old. That's just like a crock of shit, isn't it? Four years old and he's got the IQ of Einstein? All right, you know, drive me to work, four year old, right? (laughs) Make me breakfast. You can't do any of that shit. How fucking smart could you be? Okay, you graduated high school, but like, fuck. You graduated, (laughs) you, oh, God. I'm having the same trouble. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You graduate high school, but can you like do a load of laundry for me? No, you can't. Like, there's only like I don't understand that stuff. Like, you can understand quantum mechanics, but there's only so many things a four-year-old can do, right? Four-year-old can't walk home alone, right? Like, it's not that. that's why it's not that impressive to me. That's that one. Thank you. Check. Uh, so, so people aren't getting this vaccine. Um, so they. <laughs> You've probably seen it, but they're giving out, man, not mandates, but they're, like, incentives. They're, like, giveaways. There's all these giveaways for people to get the vaccine. It's Like, if I had known there were giveaways, I would have fucking waited a little bit, right? <laughs> I'm behind on rent. It would have been nice to have, like, a $200 giveaway from a radio station. That would be cool, right? But knowing me, I'd get greedy, you know. I'd get really greedy. I'd be like, you know, how many times can I can I... Get vaccinated to get as much of the fucking sweepstakes as I can, you know. I get a new pair of shoes, concert tickets. I'm walking around with this whole side of my body like numb, and I'm like, "Does anybody want to go to Six Flags?" <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have any any fans of hip hop rap in here? Anybody? Cool. You really? Cool. Sweet. No judgment. Uh, but so. <laughs> So yeah, so Kanye West he just released his new album, right? You haven't listened to it yet. It's just like the best of Joel Osteen <laughs> over like one synth chord. That's what the whole fucking album is. You know, not for me, but you know, I'm a big Kanye fan, so it was kind of a letdown. But <laughs> but so he also announced to promote it. He was like, he's beefing with Drake. Big news. Big news for me. Okay, this is where this is what I'm I'm, I'm I care about. He's beefing with Drake and you know there's always beefs in music uh, that happens but rappers are the only ones that make music like make songs dedicated to like talking shit about someone and there's so many songs where it's like they're not even like rapping anymore they're just like fuck you and your bitch (laughs) fuck your family and your wife they always have to mention like the wife like i fucked your wife by the way it's like okay keep my wife out of this you know and it's like i wish other genres of music had diss tracks wouldn't that be kind of fun I would finally start listening to country music I would finally start listening to country music if they did diss tracks this is, like it wouldn't wouldn't it be funny if it was like they do like the, the, the regular country shit where they're like I crack open a beer and I just start chugging I sit in my car and I keep it running Garth Brooks is a bitch and he's got no talent he better quit his career and just go silent like that would be cool i've never sung in comedy before i'm changing the game okay thank you that's all i have
4: ian langlands everyone go ahead Shelps. all right Oh, ian i haven't seen you in a while and you're just doing better and better every time thank you that's awesome this was so funny um the baby einstein joke awesome I think if you wanted to extend it you can come up with a ton more really yeah, funny if, examples if you have,
2: like specifically that one I need more meat for that one so yeah the other help. thing you
4: could do is come up with examples of you know if a four-year-old can be as smart as Einstein then I guess Einstein wasn't that smart
8: Ooh, yeah. like
4: yeah. could Einstein open jars like we don't know <laughs> oh. things about Einstein's personal life so you could have yeah, way too much fun speculating about uh, That's quantum mechanics and stuff. Um, the other one, just the vaccine giveaway joke. I love it. Sweepstakes is just one of the corniest, tackiest words, I think, in the English language. And you have great, uh, just choice, just just choice in language. So I just love that. You can play that up. Um, Joel Osteen and Kanye West. I think some people don't, I listen to a lot of Kanye, con- too much Kanye. Mm-hmm. So I know, and I also know who Joel Osteen is, but I right. think that combination might be tough for some people. So you could even open it and say like, it just sounds like an even like an evangelist grandma over a synth chord like something a little more general that would be ridiculous and make people laugh i
2: was thinking jimmy swagger i don't know do people know him let me Joel Osteen, okay, yeah, 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 but I see what you, I had that, right. I was thinking that. You can do
4: something general, and then do, like, you know, like, an evangelical Grandma, or, like, Joel Osteen over a synth chord, like, okay. kind of double it up, okay, so it gets, kind of widens, how many people might understand that, and then for the corny diss tracks, that was, your finish was amazing, but you could also mention something about the Civil War, like, that was the South's best possible diss, I don't know, oh, that was the one thing that I okay. thought of, like, the last, the only time, like, country, the South, Yeah. Anyways. yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't need it That joke was fantastic Sweet. Good job dude cool. did, you.
0: did you know that Baby Einstein is a thing That's oh, yeah. a, It's a product D- that it they sell a TV show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a product they sell It's a whole bunch of products Baby Einstein They have like toys And they have shows yeah. And they have like podcasts They have everything Baby Einstein oh, okay. is like a thing So right. if you just look up On the internet And do the tiniest bit Of research on that uh, you'll, That'll be great And it's um, the IQ A four year old is uh, What's an IQ Without motor skills Okay. You know, like, yeah, that's yeah. We'll a thing. I'll let other people talk, and I'll come back.
9: Okay. Oh, I was going to say, just on that same note, I think the idea of you being jealous of a four-year-old is pretty hilarious. Okay. And, like, kind of digging into, yeah, like, yeah. The, the roasting of a 4 You're like, when's the last time you shat your pants? It's been at least five <laughs> years for me, you know? Yeah. like,
6: yeah.
9: But you're still insulting yourself yes. kind of the entire time. Um, something about breastfeeding, you can throw that in there. Yeah. Um, it always tracks. Uh, and I then, don't need
2: my mom's boob to drink milk, yeah,
9: I mean, I still do, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, and then the second one was, uh, I think with the vaccine thing, you have a potential for a misdirect at the start of that joke where you're, like, just giving information like, yeah, they started doing this, and now... Um, I wish I'd waited. You know, like yeah, you okay, can, okay. you you get, you can get a little payoff there before you get into all the other. Because then everything else becomes kind of like uh, tags for that. You mm. know, because you you're just introducing it as straight information, but you could get a laugh out of that too. Okay, perfect.
0: And that act out was gold when you did the like it. Almost, I also want you to write a stroke joke just so you can do that. Like, yeah. you just you like collapsed your body, and it was really okay. that was really cool. funny. Oh
2: wow! Okay, this went way better than that. Hey.
3: Awesome set! I think you have like some of the best energy of one that I see. Thank you. I was like, oh, I just really like watching you. Um, Thank you. Sound like the oh, on the Einstein? You know my name on the Einstein. Thing, <laughs> <laughs> on the Einstein thing, I don't know. Maybe you could just go like so. On one thing could just be like like. You're jealous because, like, oh, you used to be, like, you used to get A's in kindergarten, too, and, like, nothing came of me. Oh, so like okay. And then also, like, I don't know, like, how do you improve? Like, four-year-old can't hold a beaker. Like, how do you know they're a great, like, an IQ or a scientist? Like, yeah. you can't hold a yeah, yeah, pencil. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're on
2: that track anyways. Yeah, but, yeah, so. yeah I, l- I like that first one. I was just
3: like, you know, I used to get A's in
2: kindergarten, too. Now mm-hmm. I'm doing stand-up, you know. <laughs> like that. yeah. That's good. <laughs> Perfect. That's good.
7: I just came because I wanted to say I really loved – the numb arm joke where it was okay. lagging. That was funny. Okay. It was really funny. Cool. Um, also, the four-year-old joke. I wonder, I I really hate social media and Facebook. So, I don't know. I just have thoughts of encouraging you to be like, what is the stupid value of Facebook and these videos and mm. watching it? So, I don't know if you want to spin it something like that. Okay. Of, what are we doing to society where we just, you know, sit all day and stare at our screens and okay. watch four-year-old's <laughs> yeah
0: watch four-year-olds do months.
7: math <laughs> do math without a pencil
0: that the country the country thing the vo- the song was fantastic okay, that great. was gold I, it, the only thing is if you can make the rap rhyme too that
1: will only help you yeah okay hey yeah I it was fantastic new shit man um, and uh, I like the idea of saying, look you can you, you can properly cite quantum physics but you still have to drink out of a sippy cup um, mm-hmm. I like, uh, I happen to think the Joel Osteen thing is fucking funny, and at least people around me, well, the, I think if you call them a prosperity pe- preacher, okay, like there's that, that's a funny way, to, you know, he's like prosperity preacher, uh, I can't even say it, uh, Joel Osteen over over the tracks. And then, um, oh, I don't know, I thought it was kind of funny when you brought in, I don't know if you do these jokes in that order, but when you talked about how uh, Drake and um uh, drake and uh whoever uh, kanye oh, yeah. were beefing with each other it's like i spend my time beefing with fucking four-year-olds on social media <laughs> who are you know what i'm saying and then you say and wouldn't it be funny if country and i the only other thing is i wanted you to identify who that you said garth brooks but you didn't say the who was singing yeah so vince gill or alan okay. jackson or just like so it's so random to have that be or a little little nas or whoever it is i don't know mm-hmm. anyway it was great thank
2: you thank you that, one, that one's not working
10: so on the Einstein stuff, <clears throat> uh, I sometimes like to go the other way on this sort of thing. Like you're trying to pile on the kid, but Einstein did not know his own phone number. No, he he didn't bother learning anything he could look up. Really? Yeah. Is that true? He also right. He also wore all the same suits, so he didn't have to waste time thinking about what to wear.
2: He also couldn't drive. He never license. He also
10: never combed his hair.
2: It's true. Maybe so, he was a baby.
10: <laughs> well, like be like, oh shit, I'm losing to this kid.
0: And then come, you know, yeah, yeah,
2: okay. know. Okay, okay, yeah, I see that.
0: Clap your hands together, everybody. Thank for you, Ian everybody. Langlands, yay! <laughs> He's busy at home right? In jokes instead of masturbating like the rest of you weirdos. Uh, your next comedian, such a funny guy, and runs really great shows. I was so happy to be on two of them last week. Put your hands together for Kelly Evans, yay! <laughs>
9: All right. Hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, I work as a uh, sommelier. It's French for alcoholic. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I when I first got the job, I was like, I'm going to impress my friends, you know, by my wine knowledge. And now they all drink fucking White Claw. So um, it's useless to have. It's like a useless skill because White Claw doesn't fucking taste like anything. I'm like smelling it like it smells like uh, it smells like I'm out of a fucking job is what it smells like. The future is not with me, so uh, life is going well. Um, actually, one interesting thing about working in wine is I met these three ladies. They uh, they own a winery, and uh, their mom has COPD, which is a disease of the lungs. She can't breathe, so they wanted to uh, dedicate it to her, and so they called the winery Breathless is what they, <laughs> they decided to name it Breathless. Yeah, I don't know if she's such a fan of that uh, although it's hard to hear a complain over the respirator. So, you know, um, thank you. It inspired me actually, uh, because my grandmother has diabetes. And so, uh, I'm going to dedicate to her a candy bar and, uh, I'm going to, I've decided to call it footloose. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Here's another stupid one. Um, i i find people at dog parks are really annoying uh does anybody else agree here i just feel they just like they get really bent out of shape because you don't have your own dog you know like that's why they're like hey wh- which one's yours i'm like i haven't decided yet you know maybe the collie um cool uh what else oh uh i might be slightly autistic huh it feels like this is the audience for that yeah there we go um it's like uh, difficulty recognizing uh, like body language signs other people are giving you. Like when I was 22, I was walking down the street. Uh, a woman come up to me and she said, uh, "Oh hey, what's going on? You uh, you want a party?" I was like yeah what mm, me sure yeah i love parties by middle name and uh, i'm just thinking like i don't know if it's what i wore today or maybe it's like cologne like what are like maybe i'm just like walking different you know maybe i just have like something about me and it took me five minutes to realize oh she's a prostitute okay Whoops! Um, at which point, you know, it was the money conversation that I think really kind of made me more aware, because she was like, "It's gonna be fifty and I was like, "I, I think we could have a date for like thirty, maybe. I don't know. Mar- margaritas are like seven dollars. Nachos maybe twelve. I think twenty nine with tip, you know, possibly." And she's like, "No, for sex, you fucking idiot." Um, and then at po- that point, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, have a good day at work, though. You know." Go, go get them, and uh, then she said, "Oh, why? Because you're gay." Actually, well, she said, "Why? Because you suck dick." But that is like a lot for a small room. Um, and uh, my, I was very witty. Go ahead, and uh, uh, I said, uh, n- "No," uh, which, yeah, that's you never say the thing you th- want to say. Um, but also, really, like that's what you think, like. The only reason I don't want to have sex with a prostitute is because I'm, I'm gay. Like, that could be the only reason. Like, really? Like, I don't know. Maybe think a little bit. Have you considered that maybe I don't have money? You know? I am broke. Um, unless you have a payment plan, uh, it's not going to work out. Uh, what, do I have anything really quickly I can throw in there at the end? Oh, here's one last one. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to, uh, you know, be more interested in things that women are interested in, or at least that I think, like empathy and, like, uh, you know, true crime, stuff like that. And so I've been watching a lot of uh, documentaries, and a, uh, I saw one about this guy. He's a, he was a serial killer, and then um, he started dating this woman, and then they both became serial killers together, which is horrifying, you know, because I was just thinking like, you got a girlfriend? How did you get a girlfriend? Like, I what am I fucking doing? Do, who do I have to BTK to get a fucking date? Um, that's it. That's my time. Thank you.
0: Yay! Yeah kelly evans what does btk mean oh okay i'm so old I, it's just ridiculous
9: <laughs> no that's that's old it's just the creepy dudes know it you know that's i should probably cut that out <laughs> you
0: you have you have such great energy um i love your like storytelling and how it seems like you're just talking but i know you have all kinds of punchlines in there um i love that breathless thing into the uh, did you say footless or foot loose?
9: loose. You footloose. did say footloose.
0: Okay, foot so loose. Okay, so I thought you did. I would say but, before that an eighties themed candy bar.
9: Yeah. I could just say footless, but I think it does Yeah, foot loose is
0: be- I mean foot loose is, is funnier. I yeah. liked it. I mean I thought you said footless, but I couldn't It just your diction was funny on that. The the party prostitute thing was great. The only thing I think you could add to that is something about having free wine as a callback. Alright. Like I work in wine and she's like, I yeah. only drink white claw or four loco. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't four no, I don't have any money. <laughs> you don't have any four loco. Um I enjoyed the empathy and the true crime because I didn't think that was a great juxtaposition. Yeah. And uh yeah, what a love story. That was great.
7: <laughs> Yay. Right. I thought you were hilarious. Oh, I you. really love the storytelling. Um, I am just here cause I'm really excited to make your last joke on, on like what women are more interested in. Oh yeah, please. More funny. Um, so I talk with my women friends and this is what we wish men would, uh, do more. Okay. <laughs> um,
9: this is like a article that I just read. They're like, <laughs> 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 was title, I so. feel
7: like every time a woman is like I, my boyfriend is in therapy and I, mm. I, I feel like they're all like, Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I also want a man that's in therapy, too, working on himself.
9: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: Um, add that in. Or I like the empathy point part. Maybe bad. you could expand that. Um, as in, I care about listening and uh, hearing their opinion, Yeah. their points, yeah, yeah, yeah. asking them questions. Uh-huh. On what they're saying.
9: Sorry, I didn't hear any of that. What was it? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. It
5: was yeah, a-
7: not interrupting them. Um, yeah, lots of... You can really take that that like yeah. whole empathy point. Because I swear, I just spent 30 minutes listening to my girlfriend talk yesterday about a man basically telling her all about himself and not even asking her any questions oh, yeah. about herself.
9: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's yes. How are you doing, by the way? Are you?
7: Oh, I'm yeah. good, thanks. I'm, okay. just, well, trying well, I'm, I'm just trying to... Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh,
2: I didn't bring any... No pressure. Actually, to, to, to piggyback off what she was saying, yeah. you could be like, but like men are so bad at communicating that even if you are like the BTK killer, as long yeah. as you... like are active listening i guess that's like where we're at like <laughs> the women will still choose him <laughs> over over me
9: there's actually there that has uh, yeah there's something there but.
2: yeah um and then for f- i like the footloose one but if you want to just get rid of the pun part you could just be like yeah there's new candy bar called blood clot or something <laughs> like that like just like skip over that part because the footloose one i was like uh, it was funny but it didn't it was yeah. like oh, yeah, yeah. oh diabetes you lose your feet like, if it took, took a little, I think maybe just... Well,
9: I would, that's why I was trying to, like... I want something that makes people have to work a little bit, but not okay. too much, you know? like uh, okay. It's like trying to find that good... The, what's the right amount of distance? Okay,
2: well, if that's that's what you want, then I think that's To
9: where perfect. people make the connection, because I don't want to make it too obvious. Yeah, okay. But also, it might be not obvious enough, you know?
2: I, if that's what you're going for, then, then that's fine. That was yeah. just a suggestion. Um, And then, I, I like the prostitute joke a lot. You really don't have to do anything with it, but I was just thinking that... You were you didn't you're so bad at picking up the signals you didn't realize she was a prostitute till she came to your house. Yeah, and then I, it kind of fucks with the flow of the joke a little uh-huh. bit. But then you could be like, and then I was too awkward and I didn't know how to tell her to leave, so that's why I lost my virginity. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's I, a possibility. I no,
9: no, no. I like that. I like the idea of okay. it kind of expanding on but yeah, it. But yeah, good job. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it.
0: Clap your hands right. together, everyone. It, everybody for Kelly Evans. Yay you're an ex-comedian. He's been killing it all over town. He's so funny. Put your hands together for Dan Lewis.
8: thanks, guys. How's it going? Okay, all right. You're right to the jokes. Uh, you may be aware of the uh, the French people, the French country colonized the uh, country of Vietnam for many, many years, just basically completely... Yeah, we got a little clap for colonization over here. Uh huh. They went in there, fucking subjugated, colonized the place, and like they did everywhere else, they just completely fucked the place up. And pretty much at a certain point, every Vietnamese person must have fucking hated every French person. So it is amazing to me the continued existence of the banh mi sandwich, <laughs> right? It's fucking you know what I mean. It's it's a Vietnamese sandwich, but it's on it's on the French bread. It's got the that pork mousse on the inside. They were so fucking pissed about French rule, they carried on like a decade-long guerrilla war just to be like, fucking get out of our country, let us call it, Let us fucking run our own place, get the hell out, stay out, wish you never came here, leave the baguette. <laughs> that's pretty good. The pork, the pate, the nice pate with the spices. So that's fun. Thank you. F- uh, I'm bald, uh, but I have phantom hair you guys know about the phantom limb thing? You know, you lose a limb, sometimes your leg gets sore, even if you don't have a leg. I have that same thing. I love a convertible. Just feel that wind whipping through what would be my hair. I have bad hair days, too. I can tell. I'd be like, I don't have any hair, but if I, w- if I did, this would be a bad hair day right now. I can tell. It's right there. <laughs> oh, man. It's amazing how, its amazing the differences of percentages of women and men that are considered super hot, you know. Because, like, I mean, you know, like sixty percent of women at some point, men are, during the day are like, "Yeah, look at that." But like that is reserved for the act for men to, to actually get that from women. It's like point 0.1% of men are hot enough to, where they're just gonna be like, "Yeah," it's like just the guys on the calendars that are dressed like firemen. You know, there's like five of them. of everybody else women are like, he looks like he starts fires, okay? Uh, What do you think is worse, breaking up with somebody or being broken up with? Being broken up with is worse? People say that, I don't know though, like it's worse in a way, but you don't actually have to do anything, you know? It just happens to you and then you just muscle through, it's all just brute force. The other one's like you got to plan it out, you got to wonder if you're going to be the worst person in the world, this is the right thing, and you live with it forever. It's like what's better, being killed or killing somebody? I mean, it seems like obviously it's worse to be killed than to kill somebody, but if it's, it's the reverse if you just ask which is easier? Being killed is easier. You have to live with it. All right, what else? Sorry, thank you. I think we should reserve the idea of a guilty pleasure for like, I don't know, Wait, fucking forget that one. <laughs> oh, th- sorry, I just wanted to make sure I get the thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh yeah, about th- about the being killed and killing someone. Like the worst is suicide because uh, you know you're both the victim and you're the perpetrator. You know you have to plan it out and you're the victim. That's like we never talk about suicide victims that way though. We, we don't go, we don't go like uh, you know they're a perpetrator also. You hear Fred? Fred killed somebody. What? Who? Himself. I knew that guy was a no-good Nick. All right. Mm. Bourdain committed suicide. Everybody thought, you know, that's crazy because like he had this exotic job where he's out, he's out like tasting all the foods of the world, but I think it's related. Like food is the greatest thing in the world. Every meal you have, you're like, yeah, this is gonna be fucking amazing, but this guy has to search that hard to find any kind of happiness. I feel like that's related to the instability. They say people who eat McDonald's every day are killing themselves slowly, but they're also the last people on earth that would kill themselves quickly. Pretty easy to please in general, right? Okay, thanks guys.
0: Dan Did Lewis. Did I get a comment spot? Yeah, you okay. got a comment spot. Hell yeah. Uh, great setup for the Bon Me thing. Oh. That was awesome. Uh French rule, French roll. French. You said French rule. French rule, French French roll, roll. French roll. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Instead of baguette. Okay. French rule, French roll. It's just there, it's like right there for World you. Wordplay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, unless you hate wordplay, but I don't I think you actually it like it. Phantom hair. Instead of, you said, I can tell, I can feel it. I can feel it. When right. you were, that you, it was the wind through your hair, and you're like, I funny. can tell, I can feel it, because okay. it's phantom. Um, and on the killing thing, I think it's only easy, it depends if you like it. I think that there's like something in there about, like it's harder or easier depending on how much you enjoy it. huh. But that was great. I mean, all new stuff, super, super rad. Thanks hey uh,
7: I have a comment too um I clapped oh this was great by the way you're like wincing but it was great um no. all good um I I clapped when you were talking about the Vietnamese colonialism because I'm Cambodian so I'm like I got you <laughs> um the broken up part um I I think that it's a little bit harder being the other person because they have... Like the person who breaks up feels free and relief. Um, and the person who's like, um, was broken up has to like, take like, you know, they're on a, a different time period of like actually like processing the emotions. Um, I was thinking, well, maybe this is a bad idea, but uh, you could sort of make it part of a story of like your, fr- I don't know. I didn't really have a great idea,
8: Sorry. That's all right, okay, thanks. <laughs> That's cool.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I, I like, the, I like the, the colonization one. And if you want to go into this realm, you could be like, you can't really pick and choose what you get to keep out of colonialization. You know, it's right, like, yeah. oh, Can you wanted to keep the it, bread right? or do you want us out or not? Like you, and you could probably talk to uh, you could go into other places in the world. It's just like, OK, OK, Mexico, like stop speaking Spanish. You okay, know, like yeah. you don't get to keep that. Uh, right. If you want to be like the really scary white guy, you could play into that. Oh, I'd love to do. Um, phantom hair was genius. I think the phantom Hellfire was really good. Um, I think everything with that worked a lot. And then I like the the suicide. Um, it's like suicide victim. And then if you want it, you could be like, why don't we just call them suicide? Oh, wait, what's the word? Perpetrators. Perpetrators. Yeah. I feel like there's a better word. Mm. Perpetrator. I don't know. Like, what are they? Cl- like, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I thought yeah. that joke was good. That I'll was the only thing I thought that. maybe yeah. switch up a word, but
8: good job. Thanks.
5: I thought it was, I thought it was really funny. I thought the hair thing was hilarious too. Thanks. Uh, when you bring up Bourdain at the end, I think that's great because I'm like really on the edge of my seat listening, hoping hoping you're gonna answer the question of like why would this guy with this awesome job kill himself. So I think there's, I, I mean, this might sound obvious now that I'm saying it, but there is a chance there for like. Like, you need a punchline that's going to really, like, give everything everyone wants. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. answer the question in a right. funny way. Yeah. Even if it's not true.
8: Yep, that, that's true. Okay.
0: One last one. Thanks, last comments from Kelly.
8: Oh, hey, Kelly.
9: Uh, all right, I may be totally off base with this. But um, with the uh, French rule thing, I think there might be something there to the idea of, like, the French – um like feeling like the trade-off of like a baguette and, <laughs> and pate like is like kind of makes up for years of fucking colonization yeah They're sure like, we
8: fucked everything gosh. else but hey but out. you got baguettes you, got baguettes. Oh, you, got baguette. you wake bread. up every morning <laughs> that smell
0: <laughs>
8: that's the off. yeah that's good clap
0: your hands together everybody for dan lewis yay yay and then yay all right your next comedian He's the hero of Mutiny Radio. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk.
10: All right, snowflakes. Give it up for Pam. She had a great set at Punchline last night. Yeah, She tagged some of her supporters. Not me, though. You were on the other side. I was there supporting you. What sides? Who's, I'm on your side. Anyway, now Ron has no idea that I was there. Come on, way to undercut me. Uh, Anyway, those of you who have been following my career know that uh, I'm pretty hard on millennials, Uh, but you might as well throw Gen Z's into that pile because you guys fucked it up, man. You lost Afghanistan. You totally fucked up. I'd like to say you guys lost to a bunch of dirt farmers, but you guys lost to a bunch of dirt hunters and gatherers. We had to introduce farming to them. I guess I shouldn't take it too hard on you guys because you got your fake, you know, trying to be tough. You got your fake paleo diets. You know who really has a paleo diet? Afghanistan. And you got your fucking fake intermittent fasting. You know who really has intermittent fasting? Afghanistan. Right? anyway apparently the taliban has already uh, bombed the airport we're all escaping from people are like calling for revenge you know but this is no time to talk about bombing that's the gun argument right after a shooting no one wants to talk about shootings anyway so i don't know if you guys heard kevin spacey's getting back to work yeah, justice served, everybody. Back to one. Justice has been served. Back to business. <laughs> searching, 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 looking for the jokings. Uh, yeah. So big hurricane. Uh, the anniversary of Katrina is now striking Louisiana coast. Everyone's worried about, you know, the floodwaters and everything. But I'm not worried about it. They'll innovate their way out of this trouble. We're going to innovate our way out of climate change. No one's heard that one. Someone said that, uh, according to their research, that Tyrannosaurus Rexes were picky eaters. They were foodies. But that doesn't make any sense to me, because back then, everything was local, organic. Free range. What were they picking over? So it's great. I love picking on your whole generation. You guys got all these cool challenges now. It's great. You guys had the condom challenge. That was where you would snort a condom and try not to choke. Yeah, I know you look confused, Pam, but these kids were doing it. I've seen tapes. They snort a condom. You know, there was a condom challenge when I was growing up. The challenge was to wear a condom. Plus, you got your fucking Tide Pod challenge. Another challenge that you don't win, you Darwin. Man, we ate dirt growing up. It made us tougher. You guys are eating Tide Pods and fucking thinning out the gene pool. It's great. Now you got your Milk Crate challenge where you try to walk over milk crates and not fall down. You know, we had a milk crate challenge when I was growing up. The challenge was to steal enough milk crates not to have to buy furniture. You can do a bed frame, you can get a headboard and footboard out of it. You make a table, right, a chair, shelving. You could carry your albums in it. You could even use it to carry milk. Very versatile item. Very versatile item. All right, that's it.
0: Matthew Quirk, everyone. Ah, Let him hear it. That was great. I can add you to the post. I'm sorry, you you sit on the others risers. I was, I was giving Ian the snacks, and we were all hanging out on my side. As far
2: as we're concerned, you're the enemy. Okay. It,
0: it just, I never sit on that side because I like to watch the door and I, I like to see. I can't believe the
10: light. how fast I went from hero to enemy.
0: No, you're not an enemy. You just <laughs> the were on that
10: side. Enemy of, of the, Mutiny
2: you're Radio. Throwing a line
0: over here. I like. I've just mentioned my riser buddies. They're my yeah. riser buddies. Um, the, um bombing guns i was like what shootings i don't pay enough attention to the news i don't like so read the a car news. bomb
10: went off at the airport in kabul to oh. like kill americans big news actually we're going to
0: send troops back in so afghanistan war back on well thank you for giving me the news because i never have yeah. any idea what's going on <laughs> uh they're foodies how can they be foodies if they don't cook anything and their arms are super tiny what can they cook with their little tiny arms it's all and they raw. They can still choose what they eat. Yeah, but foodies, foodies are all they all. It's all restaurants. So I thought there was something about cooking or restaurants or seeing a T Rex, like trying to know. cook or prepare something. What? There's something in my head about that. I, I, that's a good idea. But I enjoyed all of that. Yeah. Um, and the, they're free range foodies. Uh, raw. They're raw foodies or something. It was all organic. All of your challenges were amazing. The Darwin, that was fucking hilarious. All of the challenge stuff, the make milk crates. I mean, it's super relatable to me because. I had, my college furniture was all milk crate, So, yeah. great, great stuff.
2: Uh, yeah, for the, uh, for the hurricane one, how, how is, it, was it, is it 10 years since Katrina? What is
10: it? I think it's like 16, 16, actually, yeah.
2: you could be like, you know, you know how like um, high school reunions, you could be like, it's like the high school reunion for Hurricanes, except like everyone loses or something like that. Like, do you just play into the fact that it's the anniversary? Yeah. You'd be like, what, you guys didn't want like an anniversary party? Like something like that, because you said anniversary. And so yeah, I was thinking you were going to-
10: striking on the 16th anniversary, the actual day it's making landfall. Yeah, the exact same. Yeah, thing.
2: yeah. So I think if you want to play, you, you could play into that anniversary aspect a little bit more. Um, yeah,
0: that's all I had. Other comments? You can also say nice things about Matthew Quirk. I enjoyed it very much. Clap your hands together in a wild slappy-like motion for Matthew Quirk. Yay. And I do appreciate you being there last night. I really do. It was nice. It was awesome. I feel good about it. Um, Okay, so that ends the comment section of what we're doing. And since we only have one, two, three, four, five comics left, I can um, extend the time a little bit so you can... You can have a little more time. I'll give you five minutes instead of four, but we're not gonna do comments. Uh, all right, but the comments were great tonight. I'm really stoked on them. Your next comedian just drove up from LA. He's a fucking champion. To be here, put your hands together for Kyle Morrissey. Yay!
11: Yeah, that's right, Road Warrior. Um, I did just get back from LA. I, uh, it's a pretty unfamiliar place to me. I haven't spent a whole lot of time down there it's uh it's weird when you go somewhere and your only reference for it is Grand Theft Auto. um it is i <laughs> I was like going back to the hotel one night and I saw prostitutes on a street corner, and all I thought was, oh yeah, if I murder them, I get my money back. <laughs> I looked down and just a dildo appeared in my hand and I start fucking work going to town. I feel like I would uh wash out of that town pretty quickly to be honest, it's pretty, the only thing I feel like I have going for me in LA is that I just got diagnosed with celiac disease. Um, do you guys know, if you don't know what, this is the Bay Area, you're not going to make it if you don't know what celiac disease is. Um, I I can't eat gluten. I just got diagnosed with celiac. I can't eat gluten. I went to a doctor and I was like, look, dude, I have like a piece of pizza at lunch and I feel like I'm just going to pass out. And he was like, all right, um, why don't we just play this extra safe? I'm going to put this down as COVID-19. Uh, <laughs> dude, come on. The only thing that not being able to eat gluten and contracting COVID-19 have in common is when you're like, I should probably let everybody know. Uh <laughs> He's like, hey, everyone, I'm texting you because you're We had contact a couple nights ago at the Olive Garden. Um, You're probably fine. I'm just messaging you to let you know I can't eat spaghetti anymore. (laughs) I can't eat spaghetti anymore. Um, Some people were were like, did you know you had celiacs? And I was like, yeah, I kind of had a feeling. Like, for a few years, I've had really strong cravings for more attention. Um... (laughs) (laughs) the doctor gave me the diagnosis and i was like well i don't have a personality so this is actually a positive development i'm gonna start telling everybody someone's like you think you're gonna stop eating bread completely i was like dude do alcoholics quit drinking (laughs) like for the most not mostly they don't and uh eating 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 gluten and having a drinking problem are kind of don't ask me how i know this but uh they are kind of similar in that, like, if I if I have, like, a, piece of a pizza at, like, 9.30 p.m. You know, it's late. Day's almost over. I'm going to be asleep soon. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. If I start eating in and out at 1 in the afternoon, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. <laughs> like, I'll pass out and wake up on my couch and my girlfriend's nose is bleeding. just, just be like, you promised this would never happen again? <laughs> Did you get the green chilies on him? You forgot the green chilies? <laughs> All of this has to feel extra insulting to people considering how fucking skinny I am. Um, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's good be back here. This microphone doesn't, isn't really, doesn't sound like it's working. Uh, <laughs> maybe. It's, it's fine. I don't, uh, uh, where am I at on time? Um, I, uh, I, it's good to, all right, all right. Oh, yeah, it sounds good. It's nice. Now, now my set's about to get really good. Uh, i uh i don't know i'm glad we're back uh, you know we're in a diverse what are you looking at fool <laughs> uh you're gonna be back in an area where we value diversity um did we stop asian hate i don't did i i i was having a hard time identifying where it started <laughs> um i i know i'm gonna lose you guys here uh i but i i just for the the people, who, uh, the idea of hating Asians is really weird to me, and for the people who do, I just, I have one question. Where are you? Uh, I don't know, I, uh, who are you, I have no idea. All of my white friends are like, dude, apparently we hate Asians now or something. I don't know, I, I don't understand. I don't, I, we, all of our girlfriends are Korean. <laughs> like, why are you, look, look at the outfits. They, we all got matching girlfriends. I don't understand how this could be possible. I forgot what the ending to that joke is because uh, I haven't done it yet. All right. Goodbye,
6: everybody.
0: Matching girlfriends. Cal Morrissey. Hooray, Cal Morrissey. I'm really excited um, that your next comedian's in the house, and it's great every time she's here. Clap your hands together for Drea Myers. Yay! Fuck yes.
12: Uh, I have to do a roast tomorrow at the comedy store, so I'm going to practice them right now. So just imagine that I'm roasting a big six-foot-four black man with glasses. He looks kind of nerdy. So just imagine that. All right, here's roast joke number one. <sighs> uh <laughs> Mateen Stewart! Oh, shit! Should I say his name on the air? I don't even know. All right, Mateen Stewart. Um, Fuck, what was the first one? Damn, I already forgot it. See, this is bad. All right. Mateen Stewart looks like Magic Johnson's HIV climbed into Sinbad's body. Yeah, Uh, which is ironic because just like the movie Shazam, nobody knows if his comedy career actually exists or not. So, like, Did you see it? I think I saw it. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I saw it in the 90s maybe. I don't know. Uh, number two, Mateen Stewart looks like, no, that one's fucking lame. All right. Mateen Stewart used to be really fat. He recently lost about 40 pounds. Um, he also recently impregnated a plus size model Yes, she's due pretty soon. Um, so when that baby comes out, if it ever yells, I can't breathe, it's just because it's fat as fuck. <laughs> Not because he's black, just because he's really, really fat. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Um, Mateen Stewart is a little bit clairvoyant, everyone. He's a little bit clairvoyant. Which is why when he got a dog three years ago, he named it Cosby. Oh. Yeah, so that now every time he date-rapes somebody, he could just blame it on the dog. Oh. Like, it wasn't me, it was Cosby! <laughs> Alright, let's the end of the roast jokes. Thank you so much. Um, what's going on? So I grew up in San Jose. I grew up with a lot of non-white friends. I think it's good to grow up uh, and be around non-white people because then you learn shit, you know what I mean? But it can get awkward. Like I remember one time um, I was friends, when I was growing up, I was friends with this chick named Mimi and she was this short, pretty little Asian raver girl. And I was this big, 6'1", awkward, clumsy, gothic white bitch. So we were a weird pair of friends growing up. But we were crazy. We were both crazy, so we got along, and uh, eventually she got pregnant, and she invited me to her baby shower, and I went to her baby shower, and I walked in the door, and it was an all-Asian baby shower. Like, I was the only white person, and I was also the only six-foot-one person in the entire house. Like, I literally walked in, and I saw 40 Asian people go like this. You know what I mean? And then they asked me to take my shoes off. And uh, when I was wearing boots that day, and when I went to put my shoes in the little pile, it looked like a single father construction worker lived there with like 30 of his children. Like, that's how much bigger my boots were. At one point, the shoe pile literally got too big. And she was like, fuck it. Just put these shoes in her shoes. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Um, and then I went outside, and I was sitting down with like 20... Asian people that I've never met before in my life. So I was like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? I have nothing to talk about. It was really awkward. So I just started scrolling through my phone. Uh, But at one point, I heard one of the dudes say the knee trick. And I was like, what? What's the knee trick? And he was like, oh, uh, I don't think you want to know. And I was like, I'm a comedian. Trust me, I want to know. And once you tell people you're a comedian, they'll tell you anything after that. They don't give a fuck. So he told me his favorite place to go is Asia SF. You guys know? Asia SF, it's a nightclub here in San Francisco and it's known for having uh, transsexual women that attend it. So he said he goes there and he uses the knee trick, which is when you're dancing with someone and you're not sure if it's a male or a female. So you put your knee in the middle to check. (coughs) And I was like, (gasps) is that why dudes have been putting their knee in my crotch while dancing with me this whole time? Like fuck! Like I thought, dudes were just being typical American douchebags, and then I go to an all-Asian baby shower and find out that all those dudes thought I was transsexual. You guys, so that's why you should have friends of different backgrounds. You can learn shit like that. Thank you so much, mm-hmm. Come on. Drea
0: Myers! Hooray! Diversity is important. Yay! All right, your next comedian's new to the room. Put your hands together for Sam Lipman.
13: Yeah, that's fun. It's, thank you. Uh, this is a weird city. Um, so I moved here about a week ago from the East Coast, specifically New Hampshire, which for those of you likely unfamiliar with anything about New Hampshire, it's basically the demilitarized zone to Maine's North Korea. It's a little barrier where the rest of New England can sort of eyeball this Northeastern Florida and. <laughs> Just fucking make sure that nothing's going on over there. It's it's odd being here. I, I don't know if I like it yet. Um, I saw my first minority today. That was weird. I did not handle it well. I handled it kind of how Bear Grylls handles survival. I approached it very cautiously. Him, sorry, him. Jesus Christ. See, this is why I needed to move out of New Hampshire, because we're just fucking idiots. We're a state of just Serial killers. That's a real statistic, actually. Statistically, when serial killers like to escape to the wilderness, they go to New Hampshire, which, given my background and my family his- my family history, does not surprise me. Um, yeah, we're just like fucking morons. We had a cannon and a deep fryer uh, at my uncle's birthday party um, about a month ago. And for some reason, they were like, let's put the deep fryer oil in the cannon and then put the turkey in the cannon and then fire it and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> and uh, it never crossed their minds to that we were living in a cul-de-sac. So we've now gotten several complaints from the neighbors as we b- burn their daughter with oil. <laughs> um, Yeah, I just... If you can't tell by, I guess, the body language and the everything about me, um, I have pretty severe anxiety. And it's a lot easier to be anxious on the East Coast because people just don't talk to you. Like, it's cold as shit. You exit your dorm, and you're fucking... You're frigid, and you're just... Like... And then if you're walking down the street next to someone, they don't talk to you. And you're like, that's fine. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Just don't talk to me. But... Uh, people talk to you in San Francisco. People are f- friendly, which I, I also don't handle well. Um, some guy walked up to me and asked me how my day was, and I assumed he was trying to mug me, so I stabbed him. Um, needless to say, I'm still I'm still I'm still kind of figuring it out. Um, yeah, it's not a. <laughs> it is technically a fun city. Uh, but it's also, I can't be alone at all. Like that was the best thing about New Hampshire is I could leave my house full of serial killers uh, and go be alone up on a fucking mountain. And like if I leave this, I, I can't leave this goddamn city, it's a fucking maze. With the uni, the public transportation system, um, mainly our public transportation system in New Hampshire is you wanna get somewhere, you walk there or you drive there, and if you don't have a car, fuck you, you're stuck. Um, yeah, that's mostly that's mostly all that I had. Uh, this is my first time doing this, so hopefully it's not. <laughs> hopefully, I've, it's not a bag of shit. Um, yeah, thank you guys. That's pretty much all I have. Put
0: your <laughs> hands together, everybody, for Sam Lipman, his first time! Yay! Yay! A lot of people do their first sets here, that's really exciting. Your next comedian, he's been here all night too, and he's new to the room. Clap your hands together for Noah, yay!
14: Okay, hello everyone. Okay, I'm gonna start with some impressions. I wanna work on some impressions, I like um, impressions. This this is a friend I have who is uh, scared of the moon. So I'll just. This is me. I'll be sort of walking out of the door. It'll be the night time. I'll do this. Oh, ew. Thank you. And so this is that same friend that um, when he, he he was confronted, we 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 told him essentially, you know, it's we don't we think you're actually you may be in love with the moon because why would you just pretend you're, you know, it's just weird. So we said, you know. He he said, "Oh, the oh the oh no, the moon! Oh my God, you guys! No, come on! That's." Thank you, and so, I I went back to school recently, and uh, I I'm also tutoring. I tutor English, and I I'm tutoring this this one kid, and he's he's so he's so great. He's so inquisitive, and. He he asked me his question the other day. He said um what what's the most difficult word in the English language to pronounce? And and I really had to think about it and I said, you know, it's really hard to say. Um but so I I I went to a history class. Thank you. Uh, I, I have a history class, and I thought this was really interesting. We learned the history of the word "stoned," and it comes from biblical times, as before the English language. And people, they would get high, you know, and they would, they would, they would go, uh, "Woo, I'm stoned! Look at me!" <laughs> Which I thought was really interesting. We also, we also learned. The origin of Jewish weddings, I step on a wine glass, which I thought was really cool, and we learned, I didn't know this, Jesus was Jewish, and it commemorates the time when Jesus got his car window busted out. Um, Also, we learned about Pompeii recently, and I didn't know very much about Pompeii, and in elementary school they taught us um, about, there was this couple holding each other in their room, they see the shadow of these people just turned to ash. And we learn you know, in college. We're older. We can handle this stuff. There was actually also a guy jerking off in the corner. Possibly the first recorded cuckold. hole. Uh, so oh, I do have problems sleeping. I wake up really early. I have problems sleeping though. And my my girlfriend tells me she got to try counting sheep. And and I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but. Um, I'll, I try counting sheep, and then I get to the point where there's one sheep, but I can't really tell if it's one sheep, one real big sheep, or two smaller sheep, so I gotta come down real close, and it turns out it's one sort of neglected sheep that could really used to be shorn, and so then, you know, you gotta find the shears, and you gotta do the whole thing, and it's a whole hubbub, and you don't end up getting to sleep for a, a real long time. Thank you. Um, I, uh, I I I have a guilty pleasure. I I love. I have a couple guilty pleasures. I love watching Law and Order, SVU. I know it's so bad. I love I love Law and Order, and I love ambulance arson. Ugh, I know. It's like it's so fun, but it just feels so naughty, you know. Um, <laughs> um I, I my mother, she's real naive, and, and we, we were driving around and we saw this homeless man and he was had this big bottle of alcohol, looked like champagne or something, and he's she said to me, Oh no, I you know, I wonder what he's celebrating. And I said, Well, no Ma, I don't think he's celebrating anything. I think he's a home a, a homeless man who is a, an alcoholic, and he he probably has to drink just to get rid of potentially life threatening withdrawal symptoms. Thank you. <laughs> That's all. I thank you guys.
0: Keep it going for Noah. Where did you come from? Was that your first set? <laughs> no, I know it sounds like it, but it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, number three, yay, Noah, yay, yay. What are the other places you've done? Oh, oh, so not in San Francisco, this is your first set in SF. Well, sweet. Uh, Your next comedian, she's also new to the room and I'm super excited. Put your hands together, everybody, for Nina.
7: tall um hi it is my second time i have been here before i just haven't been here in a while um taking off my mask so that people see i have facial expressions um you know i was actually kind of nervous and i just came to sort of wet my toes in the water again and be like comedy people are funny But uh, then Pam was like, do you want to go? And I was like, maybe I should just go so that I practice. Um, And also so that I sort of uh, let go of perfectionism. I think that's what stops a lot of people from going on the stage is they're constantly asking themselves that question of, what if I'm bad? So I'm just going to reframe it with, what if I'm amazing? Who knows? I could be bad. Um, but hey, yeah, I'm going to take up some space here. So um, do you ever uh, wake up in the morning? Um, what is the first thing that you guys do when you wake up in the morning? Oh, I like that. Maybe I should do that to start my day. Uh, anyone else? What's the? F- you go running. That's really healthy. Uh, Lately, the first thing that I've been thinking about doing in the morning because the pandemic's been hard. I wake up and I look at my Gmail and I see what the New York Times is going to tell me. And the reason why I do this is because I want to get the most depressing part of my day over with first. It has not been, I mean, the news is always bad. I don't think that people in the newsroom ever think, let's make people feel good about their lives. They're always like, let's make them feel like shit first thing in the morning when they drink their coffee. Hello, the environment is fucked. Our government is fucked. We will always have to wear masks. And uh, yeah, good morning. So yeah, global warming. Um, And this has all just made me decide I need to be more selfish in my life because the world is fucked, guys. Uh, So um, I kind of drunk bought tickets to go to Lisbon in November. Thank you. Because I'm so fucking tired of uh, evaluating risk every second of my life. And I'm so exhausted with all the thinking, so I was like, I need to go live my life because this is not what I thought my mid-twenties was going to look like. Hello, waking up every morning alone, opening up my laptop, clicking buttons, getting paid, closing the laptop, and then going to sleep. I'm so (laughs) excited. I'm really not. Um, That's what the the weed has been for, except I uh, do it at night, not in the morning. It's been a lot of of weed this uh, year and a half. Um, Does anyone like their mom? That's the next joke. You like your mom? Uh, You're very lucky. Anyone else? That's good. That's good. Um, So today, I don't know how much time I have, but I'm just going to tell this joke. Um, Yeah, this was a today thing. So my mom has this idea that she wants to be my best friend because I am am now a grown adult, and I don't live at home, and she wants to connect. So today I called her and was like, oh, I'm just going to catch you up on my life and maybe tell you about the fun things that are going on. And so I was like, oh, yeah, things are well. And I talked about my boyfriend. And I was like, oh, yeah, you went to the club last night. And he had a good time. and I went hiking, and I walked 14 miles. I'm feeling pretty good. And then she hangs up and has to go um, do a Medicare call for my grandma's 30-minute doctor's appointment. Her life is very exciting. And then 30 minutes later, this is very expected. I don't know if you guys have moms that do this, but my mom loves to think about things. So somewhere in between 30 minutes to one hour, she will call me back and it always starts like this i have something that i've been thinking about i feel some concern about this and i'm like oh no what is she going to tell me about what does she want to implant some doubt into my life and you know you know when you were telling me about your boyfriend and how he went to the club what if he's cheating on you or what if he's what if he's flirting with some other women? And I was like, Jesus, Mom. No, he's not. I went to the club with him. He has club friends. What if he actually just liked dancing or music? Have you been to a club in the last 20 years? Do you like music? I mean, I love her, but I don't, I don't think she has. <laughs> but that's my mom. She'll come, and she'll make me question every little detail of my life of, oh, no. And this is where I get my anxiety from. So anyways, it's fine. And uh lesson to be learned is never tell your mom until the last minute about fun things that you're doing. Or maybe tell her after the fact, or just don't tell her at all. I think that's the real lesson. Just, just never tell your mom when you do fun things. Just tell her about the problems that you want solved. Like, what recipe for food should I make tomorrow? Cauliflower. I don't know. Maybe she'll have some some interesting, exciting things. Okay, that's it. Thank you for the, the laughs. I appreciate it. I'll get better. Nina, everyone.
0: Yay! All right. Well, we're um we're kind of there's there's one comedian left, and his name's Marquis Rossier, and he's from Sacramento, so he's supposed to be on his way. I'm gonna I'll do a quick set, and then hopefully he'll get here, and then uh, and then we'll be done. So clap for me. Yay. Shall we talk about moms? (laughs) No, no, I don't want to talk about my mom. I want to talk about the Bible this week. I I haven't, I haven't talked about the Bible in quite some time, and I, I was raised really, really religiously, and uh, I have a lot of Bible verses memorized. You know, my favorite Bible verse is Leviticus twenty twelve, which is if you sleep with your father in law, you should both be stoned. I love to be stoned. Also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. Sexy, sexy man. You can blame Barack for whatever you want. Porcupines, global warming, smelly dick. Can't blame him for being sexy. Sexy guy, no? Uh, Another favorite Bible verse that I have, only because it points out the hypocrisy in the Christian religion, is look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns and yet your heavenly father takes care of them. Now I'm down with that. Don't worry. That sounds good. But this is where we get Christian, right? Are ye not better than birds? What the fuck Christians? Why are we judging the birds? Also, people are not better than birds. Birds can fly. Also, they don't sow or reap and stow away in barns and their heavenly father takes care of them. No, we're not better than birds. Birds got it made stupid Bible. Uh, I learned everything I know about feminism from two books of the Bible. Does anybody do, do you even know the Bible? Are you just like, you're not a Bible person. So this is going to be a Ted talk on my two favorite. Do you know the Bible? None of you know the Bible. This is the problem of doing Bible jokes and having all this Jesus material: is that no one in San Francisco reads the Bible because you're all heathens. This is like I'm like the whore of Sodom and Gomorrah. All of you are pillars of salt, and we're gonna survive. See, none of you got any of those references. It's just pearls before swine. More Bible references. No one's getting. I'll. Um, I'll. I'm. Gonna, I'm, pl- pl- I'm plowing through it anyway. So I'll tell you about Esther and Ruth. I've kn- learned everything I know about these. About feminism because of these two books in the Bible they're the only ones about women no Esther she saved the entire Jewish people how did she do it was she clever Um, was she uh, great at puzzles a good orator? you know nay she had a hot rack and didn't look (laughs) Jewy that's it her name was actually Hadassah and they changed it to Esther because Hadassah way too (laughs) Jewy he can't save the Jewish people (laughs) with a rack and a name like that first example of gentrification of a woman, or whatever, how can you gentrify a woman? The other book is Ruth. It's a heartwarming story about a woman who marries a guy, a guy who marries a woman in another country, and then he dies, and Ruth could stay in that country. Nay, she follows her mother-in-law back to a country that is not her own. She immigrates somewhere completely different. They're scared, they have no money. What does she do? She listens to her mother-in-law, and she marries the old, rich, fat dude. (laughs) There's actually a line in the Bible where Boaz says, (laughs) you can marry any of my younger brothers. I am confused as she's like, no, my mother-in-law told me to marry the old, rich, fat dude. Another interesting thing about the Bible is that anytime they mention feet, they're totally fucking. So Ruth slept at the feet of Boaz for three days in the gleaning barn. Oh, come on. Uh, you, it's like none of you know the Bible, so it just doesn't even make sense that I'm still going through this. Let's see if I can be more relatable. Uh, I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God. Andy is the sun god. Ra! 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 <laughs> you don't know who Ra is either? Are you kidding? What is. Okay. So I quit teaching in 2001 and I am so sad because all of you graduated after and you know nothing. You don't know who Ra is. He's the fucking sun god from Egypt. Did you not learn about Egypt in fifth grade? What the fuck happened to you? I'm so sorry I quit teaching in 2001 because of No Child Left Behind which is the systematic calling of critical thought from our communication system to make you all so dumb that you just look at your fucking computer all the time. I am so angry I never should have quit teaching. I'm sorry. I used to teach from 97 to 2001 and I literally got out because of No Child Left Behind. I was like, oh, we're just teaching to the test now, so all you have to have is a little computer and we're just gonna make everyone stupid sheep, yeah! Okay, anyways, I hate our government. How about this? This is just a real thing I wanna talk about. If we wanted to change the world, we could do it right now in the United States. If we had a truly representational government, how would we do that? We would take the census from last year, even though that's false because a lot of people didn't do the census because they were afraid they are going to be taken away by ICE. But if we literally took the breakdown of people, if we're going to be racist, let's fucking be racist. How many Pacific Islanders are there? How many uh, black people are there? How many Chinese? How many Filipinos? And it should be that demographic and it should be 51% women because 51% of women. How many women are in the House of Representatives? 18% and we're 51%? Why don't we have a truly representational government? No, like 51% of all of our government offices should be women, right? 30% of all of our offices should be African American people. I don't understand why we don't break it down. I'm supposed to be a comedian, I'm supposed to be funny, but I just don't. Sometimes I smoke pot and I think I'm the smartest person alive. (laughs) Sometimes I smoke pot and I think you're high. That's a problem. No, but I get really angry with the government. Have a beautiful day. I'm sorry you had to listen to my weird rant about truly representational government and changing the world. Because we could actually do it. But you know what I learned in the 2016 election? Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. (laughs) That's, That's what we learned. Hillary was totally the most she was absolutely the most qualified the job I don't care if you like her or not no one likes women everyone hates women she was the secretary of goddamn state for Christ's sake like (laughs) she's not qualified instead instead we instead we vote in fake it till you make it daddy gives me all his money let's just make America what it is a capitalist fucking slum hole where everyone just shits in everyone else's mouths because they're hungry and they're like well there it is I'm such a socialist. I've been talking for way too long. Marquise is not here yet, and that makes me sad, because I was burning time. I'll do two more Jesus cheers, just because I haven't done them in a while. No, I I literally was a cheerleader for Christ, so here we go. Give me a K. Give me an I. Uh, Give me an L. L. Give me an L. L. Who did the Jews kill? Jesus. Jesus. Put those nails in my hands. We'll all go to the promised land. Yay! Thank you, we all get 12 mansions in heaven. The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is the skirts are really long, which are not sexy, Uh, and then my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. (laughs) Also not sexy. Okay, thank you guys for staying and listening to me like rant and go through material and stuff. I really appreciate it. Um, It's wonderful you new people that you came. We do this every Monday from 6 to 8, 6 to 7.50, and then Fridays, same thing. It, but it's not talkie-talk-back, it's just just a comedy. And then it's a contest too, so there's like people, and then they vote, and you can get booked on a show. Because I book a lot of shows. So, yay! Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, thanks everybody. Have a great night, yay! I told him 745 and it's 746, so I'm sorry, Marquise. Oh.
15: through a sea of podcasts are ye on a raft without a pattern we we'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there you can captain your own pirate ship That's what I'm saying. It's the joke workshop Mondays, six to eight p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four
2: ninety-nine.
15: Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube
16: with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman, and I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of. And, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T Yeah,
1: L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T
16: That's every Sunday 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time Or if you're Carl, 5% Five Yeah, right I'm so lazy Three hours later I finally
8: get to the show 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song
11: Oh Let's watch Full length Alright, let's do a full minute promo Oh, never
1: mind Bye, see you
16: next
12: I was, well, was just like leaving cool. the
16: theater. I this Cadillac, this
13: ...convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior, and I drove it up there. And so
2: I started,
13: started to do some thinking. On the and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat, black,
2: like classic. Just big splits and cruising on Cadillac on the freeway. I funeral. am I a total you. friendly
3: and fraud, and Laurie Starrion
6: Starrion and voice is absolutely right. I am Teddy, though, yes,
5: an adolescent.
15: And I will cut... Kendall
3: Blake. The
12: oh, Henry!
15: Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major
16: O'Houlihan. And she makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe.
9: Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program.
6: are sad I like to pee outdoors, oh, you should follow me on Twitter, what? it's oh, Jokes movie. de Carl, not duh like duh, I oh, that's funny, it's Michael's duh like French, so it's Jokes de Carl, follow me
16: now, with Mike Eagolski.
1: L W A F L M O Y T. gosh that just rolls off my tongue it stands for let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl hi
16: carl hi mike how are you i'm good glad you are here and and i'm glad you chose the movie oh my god yeah i did choose the movie what we'd like to do is we want to watch a movie on youtube with
11: you and these are movies that I've read about as a kid, and now that YouTube exists, I can just watch it. I don't have to read about it.
1: Uh, yeah, Carl. So uh, Carl t- usually, uh, I usually tell Carl the movie. I pick a movie, and then Carl researches it. We have a show this week. We, uh, Carl picked the movie for me. So we're going to watch a uh, particular movie. But before we start, we want to make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, our podcast name is the acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a great YouTube channel with that acronym and a Twitter account with 35
11: uh, followers.